Welcome to Chicagoland Parenting Stories. I am your host, Lisa Zimmerman. Let's get started with today's parenting story. Welcome back to Chicagoland Parenting Stories. Today, I'm joined by Jenny Hassler. Jenny Hassler is a board-certified pediatrician and an international board-certified lactation consultant. She is a staff pediatrician at Swedish Medical Group located in Chicago. We are recording today on June 26th, and this is episode number seven. Hello, Jenny. Hi, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? Good. Can you go ahead and uh, state the name and the age of your children? So I have two kids. My son is um, turning 21 on Friday. Oh, my goodness. And then my daughter is has just turned 19. Wow, 21. He's going to be yeah. legal for all the legal things, huh? <laughs> if you had to describe your parenting style, what would it be? I think it would be probably mostly fluid. Like it changes depending on their age. So I think... Um, now I'm more of a friend and they're more roommate type people, but in the past, it's very different, you know? For sure. Would you describe the work that you do for those that may not understand how you help new families? Sure. So as a pediatrician, um, I am there to advocate for every child. Every child is different and to support them in their whole life to become the best that they can be. So, and also to help prevent illness and help them support their health. What is your favorite thing about the work that you do? Um, I think for me right now, I used to also be a hospitalist. So that was um, something I, I helped children in the hospital. But now that as an outpatient pediatrician, I really enjoy seeing the kids grow up um, from when they were babies until they're older and really get to know the families and help support them in anything that they have problems with or just in terms of parenting general issues also. So it's been fun just, you know, because every family is different. Can you explain the difference between like what a hospitalist does in the hospital and the different Mm -hmm. roles you had with that and then how that looks being just an outpatient pediatrician? Sure. So as an inpatient or a hospitalist pediatrician, I took care of kids only when they were in the hospital. So meaning for premature babies, um, I would go to deliveries, take care of any preemies that needed to be transferred out, or I'd help out in the emergency room for kids that needed support. Um, I would go to deliveries that needed support when babies come out, if they needed extra help or um, C-sections, those kind of things. And that was always a shift basis. So you know, it's always different, didn't really keep the same patients all the time. So um, I like the outpatient. The outpatient is mostly dealing with vaccines, making sure kids are growing properly, you know, nutrition, um, advice, those kind of illnesses also. So that's, um, it's just different in an outpatient setting versus an inpatient where kids can be really sick or it could be newborns, preemies that I'm dealing with. What is the biggest challenge with the work that you do? Um, Right now, I think it's mostly, um, you know, it's the time that it takes to find support for some of our families. Sometimes it's just in general medical records, dealing with like writing things out, you know, keeping the whole like 
schedule going. Sometimes it's, it can be a little challenge in that way, you know, just making sure that you're on time and not trying to fall too far behind. That can always be a challenge and seeing all your patients. And sometimes, you know, there's not room for your patients. They want to, they want to be seen at a certain day. So that becomes challenging, but otherwise, um, yeah, there are two different fields in the sense of the management of kids, but they're both rewarding. That sounds really good. Did you work with a lactation consultant when you were postpartum? So there were lactation consultants in the hospital to help me um, with latching and with my son, with my firstborn, which is my son. And at that time, I don't think they really, you know, I didn't really understand what the lactation support system was all about. And I definitely have learned a lot since then and done a lot of reading and my own education and getting certified myself as a lactation consultant has really assisted me to be able to assist um, new families and new moms. But at the time, um, I think I only got help in the hospital setting. Well, I would assume 21 years ago, I mean, there were definitely people in private practice, but it wasn't as expected that even a new parent would understand the name, like the title lactation consultant mm-hmm. or what even that yeah. was. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I was really bummed about that actually because I did need help, and you know, I did call the number that they gave me that I could call for support um, after I left with after my C-section, and you know, it was somewhat helpful, but you know, it would have been really helpful if there was somebody with me or, you know, teaching me things. For sure. Did you always want to be a parent? Yes, I think that I love kids, and initially, I would say that I probably wanted like a baseball team, like nine kids because <laughs> my parents are from like my dad's from nine and my mom is from seven and I have a ton of cousins in Korea. And I just thought, oh, I want to have a lot of children because I only have an older brother. But as soon as I had two, I'm like, oh, I'm exhausted. Like, I don't know if I could have more. So <laughs> the reality sets in. Yeah, the reality set in. I was like, okay, I think two's good. <laughs> Did your husband have anything to say about that? No, I mean, I think, well, he would have been fine with more, but I think two is, yeah, it was perfect because he's also from, um, he has one sister also. Well, actually one sister and one half brother. So yeah, he's not from a huge family either, but um, yeah, I, I think kids are great. It's just, you know, we just didn't have time for more. At what age of your child do you think that you really start parenting your child? Hmm, that's an interesting question because I think, you know, you're always a parent, but at the time when you're starting to discipline, which is really more about teaching, um, you start teaching kids when they're about one, you know, just even like the rules, even like, okay, you don't, you know, you do this, you don't do that, you know, distracting them. So I think all that comes into play when they start getting their own personalities and their own um methods of getting, trying to get their way. So I think probably around 15 to 18 months, there's a lot more of that, like push and pull that can happen, which is pretty surprising. Cause I remember when my daughter was like trying to pick out her own clothes, I was like, wow, you know, in 15 months, she's refusing to wear these socks that match. She wanted like <laughs> different socks. And I was like, okay, that's fine. You know, she doesn't, you know, you have to pick your battles and she's looking like completely crazy with a hat on. It's like summertime <laughs> with a winter hat and mismatched socks and mismatched everything. But I was like, okay, you go girl. That's fine. <laughs> she she was early Gen Z. We had no idea what we were <laughs> in for. <laughs> yeah. She was already making her plans of what she was into. And I was like, okay, that's fine. You know? 
Have you had to parent both of your children differently then? Um, yeah, I think they had slightly different personalities. So yeah, I think every child is a little different. So you do have to kind of manage them in a different way, depending on how they are. You know, my son was um, pretty easy. I think if I just said, no, he can't do that, then, you know, he wouldn't do it. But then there's certain things with my daughter that if I have to, you know, kind of distract her and have her um, interested in something else versus um, just telling her, no, that you can't do that, you know? Oh, she was just more stubborn. So every kid is different, you know? That's true. Did the pandemic change anything about how you had to parent your children? Well, during the pandemic, unfortunately, it was mostly my son's senior year. So no, it was just kind of sad. So I would say that um, it was just more of a challenge for him for his own mental health. And so for my daughter too, just being not able to see um, her friends and do things with her um, family like her friends versus just be with the family. Cause you know, teenagers want to be with their friends. They don't necessarily want to be stuck at home with the family. So that was hard. That was challenging, but you know, we didn't have the challenge of schooling as much. They did their work, you know, they got their homework done. They had online stuff. So that was okay. It was just kind of sad, the whole social aspect of, of their lives. Well, if I remember correctly, we actually go way back. Your son missed out on quite a few huge milestones in his life. Yeah. The, you mean with missing school and yeah, prom yeah. and graduation? Oh yeah, that yeah, the senior year, mm-hmm. prom, his freshman year of college. Freshman year, yes, I know. At home, <laughs> yeah. After he actually, it's funny. After he was home online during his freshman year, and then he went to school, he was like, "There is no way if I knew that you know college like online versus being in college." He said he would have just taken a gap year because it makes no sense to be online. Like the whole college experience is not about being online. Right, right. It's about learning how to be an adult and spending time with people. Yeah, Yeah. so I think that was really challenging. Um, But, you know, he got through it and, you know, he's happy now. So it's it's great. They're great kids. You do have great kids, I would say. They're some of my favorites. Oh, thanks. (laughs) What is your most embarrassing parenting moment? Uh, I would say maybe there's there's a couple of them, but I think the one that stands out in my brain is my son was in an umbrella stroller and I was going in the city, you know, there's sidewalks that are kind of uneven and you're, I'm pushing him in this little umbrella stroller and he's heavy. And then I hit one of the sidewalks that's uneven and the umbrella stroller goes flipping over like it didn't hit <laughs> properly. So I go flying over the umbrella stroller. My son goes flying forward oh and we're like, I toppled over him and landed on the stroller and <gasps> he's like crying and like basically smashed him into the sidewalk. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm such a horrible parent. <laughs> but he was fine. He was, yeah, that stuff happens like that. Like he was on a bike. He was on my back of my bike once. And, um, he was, you know, he's a big toddler. So he was on the back and I was going to go for a bike ride with him. And unfortunately, as I was about to get on the bike, the bike toppled over and he fell over in the bike seat, <laughs> but strapped like, in his helmet. Yeah. Strapped in. <laughs> and so, yeah, that was pretty funny, but that was an embarrassing moment also. <laughs> I bet if you had friendships when your children were babies, how important are those friendships to you now? And do you still keep in touch? So I did make some new friends when um, my kids were little, just from their playgroups or from school. And I've kept in touch with some of those moms too. So th- those are new friendships that I've made. And 
some of them I've gotten really close with. I mean, you know, I met you also when you um, had your son um, at, you know, when we were working at the hospital together. So, I mean, I think that, you know, it's nice to build those friendships when you have the children too, because life changes and then you guys will have like things in common more. So it's, it was, it's been nice to have people who have the same age children or, you know, the same things happening in your life. Yeah. I always think about you and another mutual friend that we have and how your kids were exactly the same age and they went through all the stages together. And even though the the roads have diverged a little bit, it's got to be really nice just to always have that friendship to fall back on because you don't really have to explain very much, like all Mm -hmm. the history's there. So you can just keep on moving forward and then you wind up becoming much better friends than, you know, just being parent friends. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to have that connection. Definitely. What do you see as the biggest trend in parenting right now? Hmm, I I think that maybe having kids less involved in a lot of things, um, trying to allow them some space to just be free and have time to just think. I mean, I know that there's a lot of phones and there's a lot of devices, but I think it's so important that they also have time to just you know, run around outside, not actually have something scheduled at all times of the day. Hmm, That's a great answer too, because I would say pre-pandemic, that was certainly much different. So I hope that that's something that we all learned as parents in the pandemic was, you know, in some ways our children suffered, but in other ways they blossomed when everything did slow down. Mm -hmm, Yeah. Yeah. To get outside more. I mean, that's important too, just to at least you know, just be present, be there, but not have to always be doing something, you know? Right. What have your children taught you the most about being a parent? I think that's basically it. It's like, you have to be present. You have to show up. Um, You can't be thinking about what's next. Sometimes that becomes a challenge because you always have to anticipate and you have to think about things, but also not to worry so much because you never know what's going to happen. I mean, there's nothing guaranteed guaranteed in life. And I think it's important to really appreciate what you have in front of you and understand those moments. I mean, at the time you're thinking, you know, um, oh, I'm tired or, oh, this is terrible. But then, you know, if you just really sit back and just accept a lot of the things that are happening, that this is a, a phase or that, you know, they're having tantrums for some reason and you just are like, oh, this is just not going to get better, but it does, you know? So it's really hard in the beginning when you're in the throes of it, but to just really step back and realize that this is just something that happens and eventually it'll go away. (laughs) Yeah. I remember you giving me really good advice once that like when my son was really little and you were like, oh, but the years, you know, like five to 10 are just amazing. And they were in terms of like, the growth of the relationship, but I really am actually enjoying this post 10 moment too, because I feel like the depth of conversation, which obviously I'm always interested in is just getting deeper and deeper and we can have like great discussions and we could do those earlier, but now I, I feel like I can provide a lot more context and nuance. And I'm sure as he gets older and as he has teenagers and like you do as they're young adults, it just gets even better. Yeah, it's definitely different in terms of what kind of conversations you're having. And, you know, in the beginning, when they're little, you're having conversations about, you know, 
their favorite little show or their favorite books. And, and then as they get older, it's just way different. Yeah. So it's just more of a mental game. <laughs> I think it's all a mental game, but that's a whole other yeah. podcast. <laughs> so this is our final question. What is your biggest advice to share with new parents? Um, I think it's, I mean, I know that people say this all the time, like appreciate, you know, the now, oh, they're, they're going to grow so fast, you know, just wait, it's going to go so fast. And at the time when you're in it, you don't think it's going that fast. It seems really slow. But then all of a sudden you look back and you're like, whoa, that did go fast, you know, but I think um, when you're actually in it, it doesn't seem like it's going to go fast. Um, there's things that you're doing or, you know, you're kind of like, oh, I have to change diapers all day long or whatever you're going through at the time. It seems like a lot of work and you're, you know, challenge, there's challenges, you know, left and right with parenting, but um, it it does go fast. It does. Um, so just appreciate those moments when, you know, things are, are good, or even if they're not just be like, okay, you know, accept the fact that this is going to pass or accept the fact that, oh, this is a phase, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, everything is, is great, like depending on like what age. So there's good you know, there's pros and cons with every age. And I think that um, my biggest advice would just be that um, appreciate that age that they are at the time, because you just don't know what's going to happen in the future. You know, just appreciate the now. Well, thank you so much. We are out of time. Thank you for joining us for episode seven of Chicagoland Parenting Stories. And thank you to our guest, Dr. Jenny Hassler of the Swedish Medical Group. Thank you, Jenny. Thanks, Lisa. Take care.